Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Market Week in Review for the week ending in October 20th. I'm your host, McKenna Painter. Today's topics for the agenda are 10-year treasuries, economic data, and the earnings season. Here with me today is Bei Chen. How are you doing today, Bei Chen? Doing well. How are you, McKenna? Awesome. All right, first topic for today, 10-year treasuries. They're nearing 5%. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, great question. So we definitely saw quite a big movement on the 10-year treasury yield today, and a large part of that has to do with markets sort of pricing in this risk that the Fed needs to keep interest rates higher for longer. And so we saw some more signs of resilience in the U.S. economy this past week with both the retail sales data coming in hotter than expected, as well as weekly jobless claims, showing that weekly jobless claims were coming in below expectations, meaning that the labor market is still somewhat strong. And so market participants are expecting that the Federal Reserve might have to keep interest rates elevated for a longer stretch of time, and that's going to push up the yield on the U.S. 10-year Treasury. And so that's why we saw U.S. Treasury yields climb to around 5% today, which is the highest level we've seen since 2007. Now, from our perspective here at Russell Investments, we think the market is focusing really too much on how high we can go. And instead, we should be focused on a game of limbo or how low can we go. In other words, even though the market thinks that the Federal Reserve is going to keep interest rates elevated for an extended period of time, our baseline view here at Russell Investments is we still expect a mild to moderate recession in 2024 as being the most likely outcome. There is some uncertainty around that, but if a recession does materialize, we think that the Federal Reserve would need to cut interest rates by far more than what the market is pricing. So because of that, we think that the upside to yield on U.S. 10-year treasuries is fairly limited, whereas the downside in yield on U.S. treasuries can be quite significant. And when yields fall, that's a good thing for treasuries. So even though some people are worried about higher for longer, we still think that U.S. treasuries can be an attractive and important defensive lever to have in your portfolio. Let's discuss inflation rates. How are our friends in the U.K. doing over there? Sure. The answer is they're doing better, but they're still not fully at their target, right? So when you look at core inflation rates in the U.K., they've come off of their peak, but at around 6% year over year, that's still well above the Bank of England's target. And it suggests that you know the inflation fight is not something that's easy. Interesting. All right, let's discuss the inflation rate over in Canada. How's she doing over there? So Canada's doing a little bit better than the UK in the sense that core inflation rates are not nearly as elevated. And we did see a bit of a step further in the relief direction for the September inflation data in Canada, where core inflation rates further moderated after an unexpected uptick in the previous month. The challenge, though, is that even at around 4% year over year, that core inflation rate is still also above the Bank of Canada's inflation target. That being said, when we look at some of the other economic data in Canada, we are already seeing signs that the economy might be under pressure. And so we think that balancing everything out, the Bank of Canada should be able to leave interest rates on hold at their next meeting next week. But of course, at that meeting, they're likely to still retain some optionality and they're still going to emphasize that they're committed to bringing inflation back down to target. Interesting. All right. Final topic for today, earnings season. What are the key takeaways and watch points? Yeah, so we're only very early into the earnings season, but we've had some reports out of the big banks. Some of them have had good results, like, for example, Bank of America. Some have had a little bit more of a disappointing result, like Morgan Stanley, which warned about some of the challenges in its wealth management unit. And then we also had some earnings out of companies like Tesla this week, for example, where they were concerned about the affordability of cars as a result of elevated interest rates. 
when we look at a more broader macro set of data, what we see is that S&P 500 earnings for this quarter are expected to be relatively flat year over year, which is not the worst possible outcome, but it's certainly not necessarily the best outcome either. And then if we look into the small cap space, the Russell 2000, Companies in small cap are where we're going to see more signs of difficulty. A lot of those companies are exposed to variable interest rate financing structures. And so on average, we're expecting double-digit year-over-year declines in earnings for some of those smaller cap companies. That's going to put pressure on those type of companies. As we look out into 2024, analysts are expecting that EPS growth will be in the range of roughly between 8 to 15% year-over-year for most of 2024. The problem with that, though, is that in a recessionary environment, and again, we here at Russell Investments do worry that recession risks continue to remain elevated, if the recession were to materialize, then we could see earnings actually contract by 10 to 15 percent instead of expand by 10 to 15 percent, which means we could see some further downside risk to equities. That being said, we've emphasized this before, and I'll say this again, this is not a time to panic. Remember, regardless of whether we're in strong economic times or weak economic times, the most important thing is to stay disciplined, have a plan, stick to it. As long as you can do that, you can weather any sort of economic outcome. Well, thank you for all your insight, Bei Chen. It's always a pleasure having you here. Thank you for tuning in to the Market Week in Review. We'll see you next week. Have a lovely weekend. Hi, I'm Eric Ristovan, Chief Investment Strategist for Russell Investments. If you like what you saw in this video and want to see more like it, please subscribe to our YouTube channel.